Hello, 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 and welcome to The Godfather Part part 2 Minute. minute. With me, Alex Robinson. And with me, Andy Robinson. And we're talking about Minute 120 of Godfather Part 2. We've hit the two-hour mark, folks. Alex, would you rather talk about Minute 120 of Godfather 2 or a Minute 240 of Godfather 1? Mathematically, it's equivalent. (laughs) It's true. Did it ever get up to 240? I don't think so. This oh, one's okay. 200 minutes. Yeah, that's right. And that'll be an additional 40 minutes. I don't think no, that's no. Uh, You know what I learned today? The original cut of Godfather 2 was five hours long. What? The one that he showed to like his George Lucas and his other friends. Holy smokes. And George Lucas was like, you have two movies in there. You got to get rid of one of them. And so, oh, okay. So it was Godfather 2. It was the same basic same story, but I guess it was just another three hours long or two, two hours long. I wonder what was cut out of it. I mean, is that is it that stuff even in the deleted scenes of the saga? Because I don't think it was that five hours. Yeah, that's like an additional... Where's that footage, Alex? Yeah, I guess some Who's of it... Who's got the footage? <laughs> if I were to tell you, that would mean that I had knowledge and I can't <laughs> tell you that in a court of law. My anyway, gosh. let's talk about number one hundred and twenty. Uh, well, we'll come back to we'll come back to this five hour thing. Alex, repeat okay. after me: yes. a minuto, a minuto, cento, cento, vente, vente. That's easy. Cento vente, cento vente. You got it. Uh, okay, so here's what happens: minute one hundred and twenty. The religious festival continues in Hell's Kitchen of old timey New York. Don Fenucci strolls through the crowd, casually tossing an orange, calling out to passersby. A merchant gives him a necklace, which he examines as a religious icon plastered with money is carried by. He makes a donation to the church himself, paying bills onto a, I don't know, is it like a money pole? I don't know what that yeah, thing is. Yeah. But um, meanwhile, Vito Corleone watches from above and waits. And waits. Waits. You know what my description of the minute was? What? Don Fanucci enjoys the festival. <laughs> Yeah. Mine's much more succinct. It's for the for the for the uh, MP3 that we post. Yeah, it's just yeah, a, the, uh, the MP3. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like I needed to put more description in it because it's not much happens in this minute. So absolutely, pad it out as anyway. Yeah. yeah, you're like George Lucas. You're turning a one minute into fifteen <laughs> hours here, <laughs> George. I, we will eventually have to come back to that five hour thing because okay. I wonder. First of all, is that how George Lucas sounds? You did a. a an impression of yeah, him. Yeah, he sounds like a kind of like a Kermit the Frog type oh, voice. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering now. Maybe, a, maybe an ongoing item is what would George Lucas have cut out of this minute? W W G L H C O T T M. You wear two bracelets on your hand to get all those all those letters on. Well, anyway, let's start with that. Yeah. Maybe he would have cut Don Fanucci out of out See, of the minute. It's funny because I don't think of George Lucas as someone who cuts a lot out. I think of some, if anything, I think like some of the prequels are too long. Well, maybe in the seventies when they were young, he yeah, was that's more, true. Yeah, it was. Yeah. He was probably uh, a bit more cutthroat back then. Or maybe he just thought that the, that the 
the, the, the suits would never go for it, too. I was wondering if there is actually, you know, he says, oh, there's two movies in there. You have to drop one of them. If one of the movies was Godfather 2 and then there was an entirely different characters and, and a plots that we've never even saw, like having to do with like the, the congressmen and stuff, like the innings inside goings on in Washington. That's why I'm stunned to hear that it was five hours long because I do not recall that much being in the, the saga or the yeah. deleted scenes. But what more could he have done in, in, unless he did add more characters? Well, we know. Unless Tom, it was GF3 also. <laughs> I can't imagine that. Because GF- George Lewis, you have two movies. One is set in the, the 1980s. Uh, I can't. Uh, anyway. You're gonna if you don't cut some of this down, you're when the suits hear it, they're gonna have stones in their shoes. <laughs> I'll write that down. I'll remember that for the next all right, movie. All right, all right. That will be the the denote denotation between these two films. It'll be like that orid that prequel origin thing that I was the Indiana Phoenix syndrome, except you'd see Francis Ford Coppola going around and suddenly like a priest would go by and then you'd yeah. be like, Oh, that's it. And then that's uh, right. you know, a, a helicopter would go by and you'd be like, Oh, that's something I gotta put in the like, yeah. that movie. I can't do a Francis Ford Coppola impression, but uh, <laughs> I can't wait to get to GF3. (laughs) (laughs) I heard when he wrote GF3 and played it for his friends, it was 18 hours long. (laughs) Yeah, I heard that story. (laughs) And George Lucas put a gun in his head and said, the rest of the movie's going to be shortened. Either two hours of cut footage or your brains are going to wind up on this contract. (laughs) Either your brains are gone on this contract, you cut this down to two and a half hours, or there's going to be a stone in your shoe. You pick. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to start with? So, Well, the first thing we see, speaking of oranges, is we mm-hmm. see uh, Don Finucci toss, casually tossing an orange. Just he should know, don't carry oranges in don't a Godfather movie. Don't carry oranges. It's an old Sicilian <laughs> omen. Bonnie? Well, only Johnny Ola can get away with that. <laughs> he survived his attack, so... Uh, uh, we, well, I'm not so sure about that. He couldn't have died just from that one. <laughs> we, we're not going to retry that case. Yeah, I, I heard they found Johnny Ola doing uh, sex shows of Superman in Havana <laughs> later that year. Breaking Ritz crackers. <laughs> if you call that being alive, then sure, he's still alive. <laughs> so, yeah. or, so oranges. Yeah, did, first of all, did he pay for this orange? It looks like he just grabs it. This whole minute and the next one uh-huh. seem to showcase that Don Fanucci is a man that has respect or at least a facade of respect from people, yeah. maybe out of fear, and that he just takes what he wants. Well, you know, it's funny you mention that. Well, yeah, we'll get to that with the necklace and all that stuff later on. But I was wondering, as you mentioned, when he's going by, people are like, oh, Don Fanucci, calling to him. It's not like he's... People are only when they're face to face with them are having to show him respect. People are calling to him from like across the street. Yeah. Don Fanucci, Someone, Mr. Stevenson, Mr. Stevenson. <laughs> Someone George com- Lucas was an extra. In that <laughs> Someone comes right up to him and kisses his hand. Yeah, that's drive by kissing. Un- just, like, just passing by. He kisses and he's like, "See you later." <laughs> uh, I so- wonder if he. I wonder if he pays people. No. They're, they're in his crew to publicly. <laughs> actors yeah, actors. By. That's a, was it false flag? Yeah, so totally. he called false, the original false flag <laughs> operation. Well, it made me wonder if, you know, we all think of Finucci as being like the bad guy. Yeah. But 
the reaction he's getting here in these two minutes is no different than the reaction Vito is getting when he's the Don. Yeah. You know what I mean? People coming mm-hmm. up to him and giving him free stuff. So I wonder if, like, I feel like they've been kind of hinting that when Vito took over, it was kind of like, oh, everyone likes him and he's the good boss and he does not mean to anyone. But I wonder if that's true. I know. And especially looking at it in much more detail. Yeah. He seems to be respected. Yeah. He seems to be... Not like everyone says. <laughs> I guess you don't get the impression, up to now at least, in in both of the movies, yeah. that Vito does things... Well, he does things in for his own self-interest, mm-hmm. but not, not as a lot... Not, not in a cruel way, or he doesn't just go beat people up for money. Right. He offers gambling. He offers prostitution. Yeah. He offers a service for politicians. Politicians. He he. It's not. He's not just taking. Whereas Finucci, they do. There doesn't seem to be a value that he's giving to people. So this does surprise me that. Well, he offers some protection. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't get the impression that Vito ever did that. Or at least they don't characterize well, him that yeah, way. Yeah, we don't get that impression, but. You don't get to be a crime boss by being a nice guy. You have to. Sometimes you got to knock little heads together, knock some heads together. Yeah, but only to kick a little asses to get work done. <laughs> I can't remember the exact words. What do you but... mean? What do you mean? Kick a little asses to make things work? You can run right. <laughs> what? What do you? Ah, <laughs> oh, but uh, don't don't worry about Don Fernucci. We go way back. Sure, it gets a little hot on the collar sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. <laughs> Wow, that was a real juxtaposition. I short-circuited there for a second. I, I was like, Fredo, Mo. You were stuck in a time distortion. <laughs> what the? Fred, oh, Fred Mo Green. <laughs> <laughs> they both go into like a transporter together, and then they oh. emerge as one, one, uh, one entity. So would, they, would, it be, would he look like Mo and sound like Mo, but everything he says is transcribed as Freddy. Well, I think he'd be a combination. Like, he would look kind of like, he'd have the glasses, but he would also have, like, the big forehead, and he would have the (laughs) suit, but also, you know, he would be kind of a mix of the two. Would he be confident or not? Hmm. I think you really have to choose. He'd either be, he'd be confident, but maybe really inept. Yeah, that might be the worst of both worlds, is he would think he was very good at stuff. Yeah, but not. Although I guess Fredo that's, also that's does think kind of he's, Fredo, good at, I guess. He's, he's good at stuff. Yeah, so. he would be good at stuff, but he wouldn't realize that he was. He'd be insecure even though he was good at stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of him looking exactly like Mo. Yeah, but him saying no way. Oh, hey, I scram! Come on, get out of here! <laughs> like, he'd be like lip syncing to <laughs> to John Cazale's voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so Don Fernucci. So yes. back to Vito and Don Fernucci. So mm-hmm. you're right. Fred, Vito has to kick butt, but I never. You never get the impression he's just kicking butt to steal from people. It's to just support his operations through which he provides a service. But isn't that? How do we know Don Fernucci's not doing that? Well, you you don't see Don Fernucci running a gambling operation like when people go to gamble they can win and walk Uh away a winner they bet and prostitution you get something well let's save the gambling for last let's not talk (laughs) about that right now (laughs) wow it's all these callbacks you're on man what'd you drink before i've been watching gf1 and gf2 on a loop the entire the past week hey speaking of gf1 yes uh, i accidentally switched on gf1 minute 
120. Uh-huh. Guess what minute? Guess what was happening, Alex? Uh, Sicily? Sometime in Sicily? Mm, good guess. You get one more guess. Um, well, there's still probably another 45 minutes left to go, so it can't be too... Is it... Is it Mo Green? No... No, not Mo Green. Another significant character. Here, here it is. I'll, I'll, I'll say the line. Okay. All right, all right. Some people have to play their little games. Wait, that's GF two. Is that GF two? Yeah, when he's like, "Don't oh. that applies to my family." <laughs> <laughs> I, I stand corrected. It was minute twenty of GF two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You must have been confused. You're like, wait a minute, who's he? Who's he imitating? There? Is that is that is that Tom? <laughs> All right, all right. Some people have to play little games. <laughs> oh, Michael. Anyway, moving on. What else you got, Alex? Well, I have some information about oranges because I know you're oh, very yes. curious about oranges. Um, good source of vitamin C. Good source of vitamin C. Not native to the U.S. Oh. Okay. Uh, in fact, they think that they were uh, they were first first cultivated in India five thousand years ago. Wow! I do and not associate India with oranges. Yeah, I don't think of that either. But it turns out them and China are the biggest growers of oranges on the planet. Wow! Um, yeah, China's been at it since twenty five hundred BC. The uh, Romans got it presumably from uh, trading. They got it to Spain, and then the conquistadors brought it to oh. America, where they started planting oranges. And they've been a staple of our diet ever since. Yeah. Uh, oranges, a- since 1987, oranges are the most cultivated fruit tree on Earth. Wow. Which I don't know if I would have necessarily thought that, but no. I can't think of anything else that I'm like, oh, yeah, it must be this other fruit. Yeah, that's a really... Hmm. Like, I don't think of apples as being... I guess not. I mean, in so, America, apples are everywhere, but yeah. that's probably a very American thing. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Fruits. And, and as bananas. Point, yeah, there's 70, uh, 73 million tons of oranges every year. Produced. Produced around wow. the globe. Interesting. And uh, obviously, India and China both have huge populations, so oh, yeah. that makes sense that they would have They go a through lot a lot of, of oranges. oranges. Yeah. Do you like oranges? I like orange juice. Yeah. Um, I used to like oranges. I don't really like them anymore. Hmm. Not sure why not. Yeah. Although I was eating, my wife cut them up into little slices, little wedges. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. And uh, I I ate one, and it took me back to when I was a kid. Soccer. Soccer practice. (laughs) It was at oranges. Orange slices. I thought you were going to say you put it in your mouth and tried to scare your wife. (laughs) She sprayed you with (laughs) insecticides. (laughs) Yeah. So that's all the information I have about oranges. And, of course, they are a frequent sign of uh, death in the Godfather universe. Is that true? I heard that was something that fans came up with, a fan theory, and it stuck. It doesn't seem consistent. Yeah. Like we see in the wedding of GF1, we see Tessio eating an orange. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he does die at the end of the movie, but everyone dies everyone at the end dies. of the movie. So it's, yeah. you know, not it's not like he was eating it right when he died. Yeah. Um, Don Fanucci's scene with the orange is much closer to his death. Yes, it's literally the same Johnny day. Ola brings oranges. That's his trade from Florida. Although he didn't die, so that doesn't count. Uh, there's oranges. GF3 <laughs> has the oranges when they, the helicopter scene. There's oranges. Oh, yeah. There's, 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 so it's around. Yeah. But, you um, keep saying Johnny Ola didn't die. <laughs> You're trying to rewrite Godfather history. There's no... We never see his body. 
I mean, we never see him sustain a uh-huh. fatal injury. And based on scientific research, he should yeah. should still be alive. I didn't I didn't kill Eight all those seconds. hobos for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So the orange thing was fabricated. Yeah, right. Just just a story for children. <laughs> oh, and then yeah, that's right. Vito puts the oranges in his mouth right before he dies. Yes, maybe that's why people think of it. Well, let's see. You ready to talk about the religious icon? Uh, or you I, got something else? Uh, I was going to talk about the uh, the necklace bit. That's oh yeah, before that's the, before uh, that. Yeah, it's a strange it's a strange interaction. Mm-hmm. Like this is the only thing you notice. You notice this only when you're doing a minute by minute podcast because you rewind it and watch it, rewind it and watch it. It's a very strange interaction. So what happens is Finucci comes over, mm-hmm. does not make eye contact with the clerk, and just points to a thing, and he says something like ah, that. I'm sure he's like bye, bye. <laughs> the clerk. Has the is acting like someone who was told, okay, when he comes over, hand him that thing. Like he's not acting oh. the way I feel like someone would. And that he doesn't look at Don Fernucci and be like, oh my gosh, it's Don Fernucci, or like oh, he, he doesn't okay. a, he doesn't respond to the fact he's like it's like anyone coming like up any to other guy yeah, who's so. just asking to see something. Yeah, huh. so it's it's a weird, and he starts he starts like reaching for it before Don Fernucci says like the timing is weird. Oh, it's it's gosh. A very, I mean. And also, I don't. Does he? Part of me was wondering if he had this set aside for Don Fiducci. Oh, because he goes right for it. He's like, give me that, and the guy just goes and picks it up immediately and hands it to oh, him. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. Otherwise, he would. Huh. It's just a weird. It's a weird interaction. Interesting. You know, I didn't pick yeah. up on that, but maybe. Yeah. Now that you say it, thinking back, you definitely don't have the the reaction that other people who are interacting with Don Fenucci yeah. have. He's just, just another stranger. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and in the context of, you know, if you're watching the movie straight through, you don't yeah. really notice that kind of thing. But yeah. when you're when you're intensely focused on it. And then Don Fenucci holds up the, the, yes. the, the piece of jewelry, holds it up to inspect it. Yeah. Well, do you think he's inspecting it or is he showing it off? I don't know. It looked like he was checking it out. Because I thought me. he was kind of like showing, like, look at what a big shot I am. Oh, People are like, giving me jewelry, you know. Yeah. And we Do don't you think s- he was just being given to you think it was being given to him or he was purchasing it? Oh, I don't think he was purchasing it. Really? Well, he I just, think this goes back to what you were saying. Like, is he does he just take whatever he wants all up and down yeah. the street? I can't imagine him paying for anything. Yeah, no. Yeah, so, it's part of the protection. Although we don't see it. Yeah. So it's again one of those crimes where we don't have any evidence that he actually stole it. We, yeah. we turn away before we see him pocketed That's or whatever. Right. So hmm. uh, unknown. Do you think it would have been great after he got shot? His wife came out. And she was wearing the necklace because he had just oh. given it to her when he got home. <laughs> or, or when after he gets shot, she goes and and sees him, and underneath his jacket, there's there's. Four oranges, ten bananas, a bunch of bracelets, just just from his three block stroll, all the stuff he grabs. He gets shot in like the cheek, right? He gets shot in the chest and then the cheek. Okay. And then the cheek. It'd be funny if he shot him in the chest and just bounced off and he pulled it aside and he had like twenty Mr. T and like a thousand necklaces (laughs) hanging down there was like protection. (laughs) Wah wah. That's why he's invincible. Yeah. He's protected, <laughs> not by the church, but by all the chains. Yeah. So now we can get to the religious icon. Yeah, so and am I right to call it an icon? Yeah, it's, it's, it's accurate. It's a physical, maybe we should describe it for the people that haven't seen this minute. It's a bunch of people, a bunch of parade goers. Yeah. 
walking, holding a, a, a pole, and on the pole is a is a like a paper mache type representation of a saint or a religious. I would figure. just say it's like a statue that's on a platform. Statue that's on a platform. Yeah. There you go. They're carrying around a, a big statue. Yes, of, of a saint. Creepy looking, of course. Yeah, well, the, the money doesn't hurt either in yeah. adding to the creepiness. <laughs> and so the top is the statue, the icon. Yeah. And then on the bottom half of the pole From is... like the neck down, basically. Yeah, is a bunch of bills, yeah. U.S. money, mm-hmm. clipped to the... So it's clipped to it. So it yeah. almost looks like the religious figure is wearing like a, a cloak made out a of... A cloak made out of bills. Of money, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That that uh, that saint's got some expensive threads. <laughs> My time travel thing for this week was Paulie comes back to get a little small bills cage, oh. <laughs> hanging right from that religious oh, line. Oh, if I wasn't a Catholic, <laughs> oh, if this were if Don Finucci weren't sponsoring this this festival, Maron, sweet Maron. One thing I do like uh, when movies uh, show the past is to have characters who are ancestors of. The modern mm. characters and they behave exactly the same as their <laughs> modern counterparts. So like Paulie's Paulie's grandfather's all like, "Oh, sweet Maro. <laughs> Someone throws him a sandwich. <laughs> exactly. That's so, great. Uh, what's what's the most memorable times that's happened in oh, uh, in film? I don't know. I'm I sure. Think it off the definitely top happens. Though. Yeah. We'll we'll ask. We'll, we'll ask. We'll answer. Yeah. It's probably not something you can look up. You might just have to yeah. think. But yeah, we'll think yeah. about it. Yeah. So So there's a really cool cinema cinematographic cinemagraphic. Mm-hmm. Cin- cinematograph cinematograph huh. cinematographical. There's a great shot. <laughs> it's so cool. And this is something I don't think you'd really notice unless you watched it minute mm-hmm. by minute. So as the as we said, the religious icon is sort of half and half. The top half is the, the visible religious figure. Yeah. Bottom half, all cash. Small bills, cash. I'll say two thirds. Two thirds cash, one third. Okay. Uncovered. Okay. I'll yeah. meet you halfway. Let's do like sixty percent. So uh, three fifths. Three. Let's compromise. Three, three, three fifths, fifths compromise. <laughs> you are such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> so Coppola does an excellent job when you first see the icon come by it's a pretty long shot it's about i don't know about 10 12 seconds yeah. where you where it's moving along the street the camera's moving along with it and there there are these the shopkeeper stalls which block the yeah. shot mm-hmm. and so for the first half of the now 10 to 12 seconds you only see the top half you only see the religious figure part yeah and you don't even see the cash. And then huh. halfway through, just the way the stalls cover the icon or in front of it, you only see the cash. Huh. It's funny because I think later on they reverse that. They do reverse it. Because the then when minutes, it's going, then the money gets covered up and it's just the head and the cross and or whatever yeah. visible. So, yeah, that's but cool. But it's just so cool how you see this transition from yeah. the eye, religious icon and then yeah. that disappears. And then it's just only money moving through the street. Well, we keep referring to him as a religious icon, but I can, I have some facts that I can drop on you. You're going to fact bust me? <laughs> well, I know last week we were like, what festival is this? Is it oh, San Gennaro? Yeah. Is it this? And what the time of the year doesn't seem to match any of those dates. Yeah. Um, Did you uncover the truth? I uncovered the truth. Um, the statue is St. Rocco. 
Okay. In fact, when they when you see when Finucci is going to pin the money on that thing that's hanging, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's like a money rope pole string, but it's like it's like kind of like loose. Oh, was it? The one that's the one that's like stationary yeah. by the church. And yeah. Everything. Anyway, there's a big big sign and light saying San Rocco. San Rocco. So we all know that it's Saint. It's oh, Saint that's Rocco. not the name of the church. No, that's the name of the fest. The, oh, the saint that is being honored. Got and, it. Um, so, um, so yes, the, and the feast of Saint Rocco is August sixteenth. So this is supposed to be August sixteenth, but wow. no one seems like they're dressed for wet August weather. Yeah. And I looked it up, and the movie was filmed October of um, seventy three through June of seventy four. So I'm going to guess this was probably filmed in winter time in New York. So everyone had to be. It would have been impractical to have wow. all these extras in summertime clothes in you know November in New York City. Yeah. So that's what I'm, I'm guessing. Do you happened. think that really bothered Coppola? I wonder. That's one of those weird questions that I'm sure no one has ever asked him before. That I would. There's another one coming up that I I would love to ask Coppola about, but uh, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we at least in the what was it the. The, the the word on the street is Coppola, of course. Well, this isn't just just rumor, but he yeah. argued a lot with the suits because yeah. he wanted to make it as accurate as possible. Yeah. I it's wonder if this stickler. I wonder if this bothered him. Yeah, the, the break in time. So uh, Saint Rocco, who I think we mentioned a couple of when we were talking about which saint yeah. he was, he was the. Um, patron saint of plague victims mm. and uh, he was very very much revered in southern italy and sicily i guess because they had outbreaks of plague so a lot of people prayed to saint uh, rocco to to help them um plagues this um this this statue the the icon here is obviously saint rocco um he was uh the statue is kept in a church Say I don't know how you say this name. J O A C H I M. J O A C H I M. Joachim. Joachim is that how you I say it so. in, in Italian? Or? I think so. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, so this church built in 1889. It was kept there for a long time. The statue weighs 100 pounds. It's made out of it was made out of paper mache oh. in Italy. Brought to brought to uh, the United States. And um, for the filming of the movie. No, no, in the real, the real life one that is oh, part of this festival. This, this, I'm guessing, is a replica of yeah, the real thing. But, yeah. um, oh, cool. And this, it's an unusual. Is as a saint, each saint, you know, is has specific things that are part of their symbol symbology. Frequently, it's where the way they died is included in the statue. Like there's some statues, some saints where whenever there's an image of them, like a guy who was beheaded. He's holding his own head in the oh in pictures gosh. of him. Or if someone was burned to death, they'll be holding like wood or something to. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so he all the images of him, he's pointing to a wound on his left leg. Huh. And I guess it's a plague related thing because at one point he had the plague. Oh, okay. And then I guess he he survived it. Was that his miracle? Maybe I don't know. I I. Uh, uh, I will ask. We'll answer. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. So he's pointing to his leg. There's a wound on his leg, oh, and so you can't see it. It's all covered up by the money here. In yeah. This, uh, but there's a there's a picture you can find on the internet of this exact statue, which I'm guessing is the real one of which this is a replica, unless they mm. let them use the real one, which I can't imagine yeah. that they did. Huh. Um. 
So the money thing is specifically a very Italian-American thing, apparently. Okay. That And so it's not as sacrilegious as it might seem. Because when I saw it, I assumed it was Jesus This was the statue. Uh. And it seemed like obscene to have a statue of Jesus covered in money. Yeah. And so it's not as bad because it's like a saint. It's not... It's not God. It's kind of like a God, God's agent or whatever. Yeah. And, and it's all going to the church, I assume. Right. And people are right. doing it as like thanks and tribute to because yeah. the, the rule is if you pray to him, you have to, if you pray to him 10 times to solve your problem and your problem is solved, you have to, you have to pay the church 10 times. Each time you pray for something, you have to. If it comes oh. true, you have to pay the church back. You, that you, in arrears, you owe all yeah, the time, of. all the <laughs> times you prayed. Yeah. So when wow. you're, is so that you, just for Saint Rocco, or is that all of them? You know, I don't know. Definitely oh. Saint Rocco. But, wow, uh, Rocco. But um, so it 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 really limits how much you might want to pray because you're like, I can't yeah. afford to. I can't afford to pray ten times. Oh this my thing gosh. is, you know, I love my daughter, but come on, do people really think that way? I don't know. Maybe it was just like a rough guideline. Yeah. Or maybe they just saying Rocco got sick of being so many petitions. He's like, hey, you know yeah. what? From now on, I'm going to start charging for these prayers. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, everyone's like, pin oh me, pin, st- pin money on me. <laughs> you want the... Oh, my gosh. I just realized if we're out of time, the paywall's coming down. Well, if you had only prayed and donated to the patron saint of more time he would have wouldn't have been in this shape oh saint chronos please give us more time or at least have people go to godfatherminute.com slash support so they can hear the rest of the episode we just need one more minute one more <laughs>